This is David Coors with Coors Spirits Company, and you're listening to the Bourbon Podcast. Everybody, thanks for tuning in to Bourbon Podcast. Man, Joe brought some good stuff today. We're going to do a proof positive Knob Creek 12. This appears to be an older bottle. We've got Kyle. Welcome back. From, where the What's where up? Where you? No. All over Asia, baby. Like our like our downloads went way down when Kyle's on here. <laughs> it's it's that voice, you know. It's the voice. It's that smooth, smooth jazz voice. 98.7. Like I'm not offended, Joe. Are you offended? Uh, no, it's no. like the whole Billy D, you know. It is a Billy D. <laughs> Get your woman in the mood quicker <laughs> with slit small liquor. <laughs> are we are we recording? <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, we're recording. We appreciate everybody tuning in. So we got a knob Creek, uh, knob Creek twelve hundred proof. Joe, my man, tell me the story on this bottle. Okay, fantastic. So, uh, first of all, a little bit about the uh, Jim Beam small batch you know, bourbons, because um, it's, it's a real big deal. Uh, back in around 1985, Jim Beam was concerned that there was this proliferation and a rise of these potential small batch competitors, whiskeys that were coming out into the market. And so they decided they were going to target high-end liquor market uh, in 1985, and to preempt this kind of wave of potential new distilleries and bourbons that were going to be released, this is 1985. Yeah, it's crazy. So they release not one, not two, but four small batches. They decide they're going to cater to every possible high-end you know, drinker. The first one, we're going to try a, a part of its brand, uh, Knob Creek, which is a nine-year-old 100-proof. They released the Bakers, which is, was a seven-year-old 107 proof, so a little older, a little bit bigger. The Basil Hayden, which was the eight-year 80 proof, so it's kind of a low-proof version and a little older than that. And then the Booker's, which is the six to seven-year, but barrel strength over 120. Wait, when did Booker? Booker's did not come out in the It 80s, did. did. 1985. I got a night. I have a 1987 hmm. bottle. I did not know that. And I have, I have, a, I have the first, I have the a 1985 Knob Creek, Bakers, and Basil Hayden sitting on my bar. Wow. And you should bring those in. Let's oh, crack them. Let's open them up. Crack. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what makes it interesting, it, it, these are all Jim Beam products. They, it's the same recipe, different warehouses there um, in their Claremont you know, uh, location. So they come out with this in 1985 to preempt this, this kind of wave of potential small batch bourbons. And, um, and obviously that wave didn't hit for... What forty, but thirty-five years? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, they preempted. <laughs> they were way ahead of their time, and so, um, so there's there's the background on Knob Creek. In case you're wondering the difference between the four, they're essentially the same. They're just different years, different proofs, and so they wanted to cater to basically that whole high-end liquor market. All right, now Knob Creek. Um, so Knob Creek's history is kind of interesting after that because it, it it's around 1992 five, six years later where they decided to make it a standalone release. So the original Knob Creek is just the nine-year-old hundred proof. And it stayed that way for many years until Sun, uh, Centuri decided that 
they were going to remove the age statement back in 2019, and then they quickly put it back on in 2020 for after a year. But um, so uh, original one was released 1992. They started the single barrel reserve in 2010. So it took that many years before that was released. Around the same time frame, they were allowing clubs to go out and start picking individual barrels, which is where if you can find those single barrels with private selections, that could be as old as 15 years. Um, the rye was released in 2012, Knob Creek Rye. They did the single barrel select rye, um, which is the program again, where you can go pick out, you know, rye whiskeys around the same time frame. They did the smoke maple bourbon Knob Creek in 2013. Now here's, what's really interesting in 2001, I don't know, Ben, if you have this bottle, I have a couple of these. Um, they decided to do a special one year release where they were kind of commemorating the passing of production from Booker No to his son, Fred. And they they did what was called the, the 2001 release. It was at 100 proof in 2016, but it was that small batch collection of barrels that were at least 14 years of age. And you can still periodically see those hmm. very reasonably priced bottles. Interesting. Um, the 12 was released in 2020, but actually the bottle we're drinking is 2019. Because the, the initially that it was deemed to be maybe a limited release, but they decided to put it in full rotation in 2020, so you can still find this on the shelves. And then one last, I'm sorry, I'm going wait a minute, to you said you can still find this on the shelf from 2019? No, no you mean the annual twelve year? Oh, the twelve in general. Yeah. Yes, I was like, I'm what sorry, the? but I mean, uh, Joe. So this the wax looks like you've had this in the trunk of your car. Like, where has this been? <laughs> I, I have it like a, terrible. I had half a dozen of them that I bought way back when. And I just think those were those first runs of those bottles. And um, so it's going to be interesting to just try it. And I'm sure the new ones will taste very similar because they'll be at least 12 years of age. Um, they did one since then. And you see the 18 year Knob Creek periodically out yeah, there. It's really that good. came out in 22. And then they did like a batch two in 23. All right. So that is our history. Um, what we're drinking today is a uh, hundred proof, 12 years, the mash, which is the same on all those Jim Beam products, 77% corn, so high corn, 13% uh, rye, 10% malted barley. You should be able to find this on the shelf for less than $70 if, it's, if, if you see it and when you see it. Um, when we're drinking this, we may want to start comparing it somewhat to some of these other small batch releases that have age statements, right? So Elijah Craig's Barrel Proof is a 12-year, mm. Russell Reserve 10-year. Yes. Good, good luck comparing it to that. The Russell Reserve ten year, the Eagle Rares over ten year. I, yep. I I think this might surprise you, Ben. All right. Well, we'll so the Joe, the cork. I'm a little worried about. Do you think the cork's going to come out of this thing? Let's find out. <laughs> We're live, I mean, folks. It, it's not a it's not a dusty, but it looks like a dusty. Well, let's let's. Like Let's, when you were talking 1985, I thought this bottle was from 1985. Like it has been in the trunk of your car since 1985. I'm telling you, it'll be solid. All right, let's All see right. if I can pop it. That soon. wax. All right, listen. If it doesn't pop, then that means the court broke, and we're gonna we're gonna edit this out. <laughs> we right. gotta get it. Oh, it's, com it's coming up. Oh, oh say that. What is wrong? Ye of little faith. Did you hear that? Dan's like, there's no way this is gonna be as good as some of these other eight. I, I can't. Elijah wait. Craig barrel proof. I mean, you're setting it up for failure. No, it's just that Elijah Craig is 12 year, and it's much higher proof. Higher than 120, proof, yeah. but. You know, kind of again, look at this like it's a sixty so, yeah, seventy dollar. So this is a hundred proof, but not bottled in bond. It is not bottled in bond, but it 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 is bottled in what they would call the prohibition style. And prohibition style would be 
i.e. bottled and bond. So that, that is hundred proof that you're drinking. Yeah, but which one, years. which one of the Ooh. bottled and bond, uh, single season, maybe what are they not hitting? Uh, it's four years old. It's hundred proof. Probably the, they, I don't think a federal agent yeah. checking on the warehouse, but basically this is meant to be kind of like that particular style. The, but the, so the color is very beautiful, beautiful yeah. bronze. Perfect. Yep. The nose, the legs are are super on this too, man. The viscosity looks awesome. So I've got a deviated septum, but even I can smell that. That is, that's good. Yeah, that's nose. There's to, it's like toasted wow. oak and vanilla. So, so, so while we're starting, I mean, what I find interesting, I knew I did not re recall the history of the Beam small yeah. batch products going back that far. That's mind blowing to me. I did know those were the four. I'm a huge fan of Booker's. I don't, I don't know. I feel like Booker's has a such unique flavor profile that I don't always get with the other products. So it's yeah. really, I didn't realize it was the same mash bill. So it it's interesting. A little younger, but really hot, right? Yeah. And you have to almost take that with an ice cube. But this one, you should be able to yeah. just drink, it's neat, not, and enjoy it. It is not hot at all. That's really good. That's really, really good. I mean, the, yeah. the now, caramel and the vanilla are just outstanding. So now and compare it to Elijah Craig. Compare it to 923. Well, I mean, it's it, I mean, more than comparing it to the nine twenty three. We are looking at again. This this could still be on shelves everywhere, right? Yep. Yeah. And it's um, sixty to sixty five dollars, you know, right. for a particular bottle. And I would just challenge you to find remote, you know, anything close for that price, unless you can find even even an Eagle Rare, which is at a lower proof and it's going to be about ten years, is is not going to kind of match up to this. No, and it's going to be much harder to yeah. find. Honestly, I don't think I've had the 12 before. So what other, do they, now I had, you guys did a barrel pick of Knob Creek Rye, which yeah. was incredible. We did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you were there. So, was that, <laughs> <laughs> how many did I have? <laughs> um, what a, is it? The, so this comes in a nine year. So here's the difference. If In their single barrel program, they, they used to be able to use no problem getting 12, 13, 14 year old, year old barrels. They would actually take you in there. But um, a few years back, that that stock was really either depleted or kind of held back. And so most of your single barrels right now are in that eight year range that people are picking out. The finish on this is super long. So you're looking at 12 and, and the single barrels are at 120. So it's a little higher proof, but this yeah. is, this is meant to be kind of opened. But this is a batch product. And I'm wondering if some of Small. it is older. Yes. Than 12. It is. Yep. Cause it honestly tastes older than 12. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not like, not like crazy oaky, like you might get in a 23 or something, but it tastes older than just the 12. It has such a long finish. Yeah. And it's distinctly like bean, you know, like yeah. that, that, there's, there's that little bit of nut you get at the very end of this, but I, I love it because I think, um, if you chew on it for a bit, you'll get some of the the fruit flavors, the fruit forward flavors that you really want to get out of a really good bourbon like this. And those are going to be your orange pill cinnamon, you know, your dark chocolate, you know. Do, do we know what the mash bill is? Yes. Yeah. 70, at 70. 70 corn. No. 77, 13, 10. Oh, 77 corn. It's a high corn. High corn. Yeah. 13. Yeah. 13 rye, 10 malted barley. That's right though, because you yeah. you don't get a ton of the spice. It's it's like vanilla forward in a good way. But yeah. don't don't you feel like you're getting a lot of the barley, the malted barley? No, I don't know if I'm that smart to tell you the truth. I think it's just a really easy, terrific drinking whiskey, and you can, you know, again, the legs are fantastic. It's creamy. It's a very 
classic yeah. bourbon profile. It, it, it is. And, it's a it's a drinker. Yeah. And the, and and you know, I don't know if the back end is tobacco, coffee, chocolate. You know, I'm getting those like re- yeah. Instead of getting the real bitterness, I'm really getting these nice, pleasant. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it's you just think about the fact that it's findable. It's yeah, whatever, sixty five bucks. It's a twelve year old. I mean, again, yeah. You know, you think about value. It's like my gosh, compared yeah. to some of the other product out there. So, so how are the current Knob Creek twelves compared to the? So, is this you, you said this is two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty. Yeah, I would. Are, are this is this quality still? I'd like say it? they're probably still yeah, very much the same. I, I, it, it really like stuns me that they're on the shelf. Like initially, I went on Boz Men as I could get. That's why I had a whole bunch of these because I thought. This, there's no way they're going to keep pumping this stuff out. It's too good. And um, Yeah, that shortage in 2020 was because of Joe, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Probably. It's funny. I, you know, we've talked about it kind of somewhat, but the product, some of the product that stays out there versus stuff that be, ends up becoming so hard to get does not make sense to me. No, it really doesn't. Right? I mean, I, right. you know, why, why is this... I don't know, widely available, but available in Eagle Rare 10, which I don't think is as yeah. good as this, honestly. No, it's, it's not. It is like so hard to yeah. find now. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It, 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 this is so distinctly like Knob Creek. Like, I don't think you could, there's another bourbon just like this. Like, and so again, I, I'm looking at three distilleries. So Heaven Hill, their age dated is going to be the, you know, the that Elijah Clark. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. The barrel, it, but it's barrel proof. Um, and, uh, fine, but I would say this is probably a little easier. Yeah. And I mean, compare this to like a Russell's 10, I'd still put this over the Russell's 10, but then now you take the 13 is a different story, the right? And, and those are single and those are really, really small batches to this yeah. defense, but these are, these are fairly small batches. They're still on the shelves. I'm shocked again. And, um, but it's really nice that they cut nice to know that they're, if you want an age dated, really good whiskey, it's out there for a super reasonable price. And, um, and it, I just think there's that, that Knob Creek stigma. Like, yeah. like when you first started, like, well, there's no way that's, how could you compare that before you start? But I mean, until you dive in, you realize this is a really good bourbon. Well, I think comparing it to like Elijah Craig barrel proof, it's, it's, that's not a fair comparison because of the, the proof difference. Uh, but comparing it to like an Eagle Rare 10, which all, by the way, you can't find on the shelf. No, that's what I was saying. I mean, it's like can't impossible find. to find. This is, I would choose this. Like yeah, if I was going to have to drink, like I have Eagle Rare 10 and I never drink them. Like I don't pop them. This well, one I, this one I would drink. I mean, you know, I don't go back as far as Joe, but I go back further than you in terms mm-hmm. of being a nerdy whiskey guy. And I just mean, a nerd in general. Just, well, that goes way back. <laughs> <laughs> that's from birth. Um, Eagle Rare, I mean, 10 years ago, Joe, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Eagle Rare was like, yeah, it's fine. Grab it, it. kind of like, like Buffalo Trace, yeah. Buffalo Trace bourbon. You're like, yeah, it's fine. And now they're <laughs> freaking Buffalo Trace is yeah. hard to find, which is just comical to everything me. they release is gobbled up. I know, and none of us are. This is not me talking trash about yeah. Buffalo Trace. I no. love Buffalo Trace, but those like kind of base products yeah. are base products yeah. that somehow have now become hard to. But because people think it's allocated, and you will yeah. get lines. You'll get lines for regular Buffalo, Buffalo trays. trays. I mean, yeah, 30, $30 bottle. Yeah. Well, or, and I, Eagle Rare 10, you right. cannot find. I mean, that rolls in and people think they act like it's BTAC. I know. I know. So this is out there. And it, um, the mistake, mistake people make is they, they pour it over ice or 
put an ice cube in it right away. I mean, because that's the way they like to drink their bourbon. They they really need to pour a neat glass first. Their, the legs on this are just nuts. So for, again, a $50. Well, this 60, is interesting. I mean, so, so I wouldn't, I, I think I probably had a slight bias against yeah. Knob Creep coming into this. So this is good for me as well. This, I think, should go on the list of those whiskeys that we've talked about before when someone's like, hey, yeah. what should I get? You know, what can I find that is good? And, you know, we talk about Old Forester 1920. Yeah. The Yeah, if you can find a barrel proof Elijah Craig, get it every time. But this goes on that list to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're looking for something fantastic, yeah. any serious bourbon drinker, you bring a bottle of this to their house, they're going to be like, wow, thanks. This so, is great. So when we released our uh, Whiskey of the Year, congratulations, Garrison Brothers. Yes. Um, that got a lot of publicity, you know, it went all, I think 400 and some different media outlets picked it up. Apparently it ran on the news in Orlando <laughs> with Joe, Joe's quote was in or Orlando. And so we got, I mean, Rob, no exaggerate, probably 150 messages. People say, and Hey, you know what? Some of that's just not affordable. Even a $200 bottle for yeah. a lot of people is not, that's not within their price range. Right. I get that. I, I understand. That. I respect it. So people were saying, what's a, what's a good $50 bottle, $60 bottle that I can find. Yeah. And I did not mention Knob Creek. I was OF, uh, 10, 1910, 1920. I was given some different bottles, but I have to say, this has got to be on the list. Absolutely. I mean, if you're looking for a yeah, uh, bottle, this is a superior bottle. Again, I hate to even compare it to the those other bottles i mean it's it's clearly a superior i mean the, an aids dated 12 year old yeah beautifully balanced but i just don't think it, it it's like on a it's like on a list by itself as long as it's on the shelf and then once it starts to disappear yeah then we'll start talking about it maybe a little bit differently but like that's the four rows of small batch select yes which was reviewed. a great i had never Another had it one. yeah but i, I recommend same that price range. to the people same that price range so let so let me see this let me yeah. let me talk to the so the experts tune out for a second amateurs listen to me the people like me <laughs> this has no burn like you do not get that overwhelming ethanol alcohol that's that taste that nobody really likes um, very similar to four roses, uh, the select, Yeah, you don't get that. So this is one that like, if, if my wife was going to have it and she would, she doesn't drink, but she was going to, but just pretend or newbies, this would be one that they would really enjoy. Yeah. I, you know, typically I direct them to like a weeded bourbon, like a Weller 107 or, or yeah, even Larsen might be too hot for them. But this is one that I yeah. think is probably, uh, a good one for people that are just getting into bourbon. So before we get off this, let's just do one more drink, but this time really chew on it, Ben, because like, I think you'll see like these crazy flavors really start to come out after you have a few drinks. And so it makes it even more of a valuable um, commodity for the people that are just getting into it. If you want to know what you're looking for in bourbon, you, this one's going to give you caramels and dark fruits and, and Oak and, Hell, I even heard somebody describe marshmallows in there, and you can probably pick that out of there. Yeah, right? I just did. I actually picked up there. Yeah, but like chew, that. Did really chew on it, move it around that mouth and chew on it. And it's, I wouldn't be chewing on some of the whiskeys that we were just talking about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I would chew on a Buffalo Trace standard small batch release. It's good, but I mean, yeah, I yeah agree. whatever. I agree. I'm not a marshmallow guy. I can't taste nuts. <laughs> but what I can tell you is, now, sometimes, mm. I, like if it's if there's too much oak, I can taste that. Yeah. 
I don't get chocolate. I can't get any of that stuff. But um, I do know what tastes good to me, and it's very subjective. But Joe, you brought in a good one, buddy. Thanks. And we're going to try to do that a little more often. There's a few others that we talked about before the show. I'm not going to bring it up, where I think we need to go in and pull pull those out like we did the small batch select. And and yeah. give and kind of yeah. mix, mix those in with the, was a, with the was stuff. A hit. So yeah, give me a favor though. Yeah. Take these out of the trunk of your car. <laughs> yeah. They're they're in my bar. What you like? But you know what? Are, you go into like a parking lot at Walmart and peddling these things. What are you doing? I have had them on a shelf. There are like ten of them on a shelf. And probably part of it is is that I won't let the cleaning lady go in and clean in my bar. Jim has a cleaning lady. That's, that's all I'm here. She cleans around the bottles, but never on the bottles. So what, Buddy, if you're not there, what, she's hitting those bottles. Yeah. I promise you. What you're seeing is probably like literally five, four years of like residue, right? That just kind of yeah. gathers on the wax. But even the wax looks aged. Like, you know, we'll, we'll crack some old bottles in yeah. here. But that wax looks like it's been through hell. You're yeah. really caught up on That's wax. <laughs> the wa- really... Well, I've never seen one. <laughs> first, of all, the, first of all, I appreciate that that the wax is so thin that I don't need a blowtorch to get it off. Yeah. But um, anyway, I don't care I don't about the wax. Like, I care about the juice. It, it wasn't. It's aged wax, Ben. A, oh, it, the, even the even the wax, the wax is, is aged. aged. <laughs> Haven't you ever? I mean, older wax just cracks. I mean, it's it will dry out a little bit, but in well, the end, it you still got the trunk of your car. It will, but you got to take you, it out of there. You got a cork in the bottle, buddy. Yeah, the cork. I, All right, so six thumbs up on taking <laughs> Yeah, I think the uh, honestly, I think if if people are looking for a good drinker. Like what? Like even, even if you were going to have friends and family, you don't yeah. always. You don't have to go buy a two hundred dollar bottle. I think this is one you'd crack a twelve. Well, absolutely, and it tastes it tastes more mature. Well, than let me go well. a little further than that. Like you got a little bourbon bar at home, even if it's small. Shouldn't this be on everybody's bourbon yeah, bar? It really should. Everybody's. Well, bourbon. and I, I was. If somebody wants a Knob Creek. Why would you give them the nine? Give them the twelve, yeah, the 12. which is Same outstanding, price, right? No, and I. Uh, 10 bucks five bucks? to ten dollars more bucks. but yeah, I mean, which is nothing. crazy yeah that 12 year old should not be priced oh I, I always get the question which i kind of referenced earlier like what do i get from my buddy or my husband or whoever that's into mm. bourbon this is one where it's like anybody no matter how deep into yeah. this world they are is gonna be like oh thank you that's a yeah. nice gift that's yeah. a good bottle like no one's gonna be yeah. disappointed by this now it could be that um it's just not available in, in a lot of places it, it could be because i don't it's not like some massive uh produced bourbon and it could be that in some places it is known to be good products so. but this has nationwide distribution right i mean yeah. they're in all 50 yeah. states they for sure they, they they are well I, I they are but i i do you should be able to find it but i do see it on the secondary and excess of like uh the the listing price but it, I also see it on the shelves periodically when I'm traveling. So what it is it? One, it's one of those to keep an eye on where you're out there and you see a Knob Creek 12. If you don't have it, one or two bottles, just you need to get that bottle. But it's not a hundred dollars on the second. It's got to be. It's got to be sub one hundred. Yes, sixty to seventy. Yeah, I mean, no more than that. Maybe yeah. you just got to pay shipping. Yeah, more the than problem. that. Yeah, got to pay fifteen bucks, bucks by eighty bucks or something. But it doesn't matter. But the point is, is that it. If you see it, I think it's just one of those. I don't care where you are on the spectrum of the. You know, high end. You're a high end drinker versus a low end. I mean, Jim Beam came out with this product to kind of tailor to the high end liquor drinker. It's mm-hmm. just that over the years, it has a stigma attached to it because it's quote Knob Creek, kind of like Creek. makers, right? What, what, yeah. Wasn't Brad said, Paisley like the 
like the celebrity spokesperson for Knob Creek for a long time? I think he was. Was he? I'm pretty sure he was. Okay. Like for a that's, couple of years. And then they ended Western up boy like right there. Right. Let's bring him in on the show. I, I bet you he would come on. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. He might even do another. Well, we like our song. When are we going to bring her on? Oh, <laughs> Jenny Teeter. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny, for not Thanks, sending Jenny. me a cease and desist. Happy New Year. Yeah. yeah. Happy New Year, Jenny. We're still using your song <laughs> with your permission, we think. Um, here's what here's what I would say. So I, I think we got six thumbs up, right? Yeah. yeah. This one is surprisingly good. It is, it's a good for, I think even, you know, sophisticated drinkers like Joe and Kyle and even amateurs like myself. When I say sophisticated, I mean, Alan, I'm not talking about like, like, this has nothing to do with IQ. The, and, but even the amateurs like me, I, I have $200 bottles, $300 bottles that are sitting on my shelf because honestly they suck. Right. Yeah. I tasted them and I'm like, I will never, ever never go back. Any other ones. I loaded up a box last week for a friend and he doesn't know this, but it was just the stuff that I didn't like, but it, he looked at it. He was like, Oh my God, this is, I've seen this on the, well, it really actually, it's sucked. They're all calves. Cab terrible. Cab <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Our listeners have learned a little more about Ben Salinga. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this, this Knob Creek 12, I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I mean, if you're looking for a good drinker, yeah. I think this is one. Like there are some that I just go to. Yeah. No, I think it just has to be on people's bar. Everybody's it, bar. It really just does. Put a damn bottle on there. And if you need an extra one, get a get a second backup. Yeah. But I mean it's for the price and as long as it's as long as that's out there and it's twelve I just challenge you to find a twelve year age stated bourbon. And this is from one of the four major distilleries oh. in Kentucky. I mean, the oldest. You're yep. just not gonna find this, it. This is a good one. Yeah. Kyle, final thoughts. No, I, I've got nothing to add. It's great. I'm, I've not had it in a while, and it's a good reminder of this is what's tough is the four big producers do such an amazing job. Then when we taste new stuff from new producers, and there's some great stuff out there. We just named Garrison Brothers Whiskey of the Year. Yep. They're not that new, but nonetheless. But, man, it's tough to compete with these guys because yep. they know what they're doing. Yeah, they, they really do. They, they just have Rick houses that go on for miles. Well, yep. and honestly... Yeah. This is better than a lot of the allocated bourbons that I try. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Absolutely. If you're looking for good juice that's not allocated, that you don't have to stand yeah. in line, you know, in the pouring rain to get, this is one to get. Well, and like you said, Ben, like let's encourage everybody to go out and get one and then send you a note and tell yeah. us what you think. Hey, yeah. If it sucks, we want send me an email. I mean, we get those. I, look, I will, I'm going to stake my, my, for the price price per ounce that you're pouring in your glass. I will, I'll stake my reputation on it right there. I mean, that's yeah. how good it is, honestly. And that's why I brought it tonight. Well, Joe's reputation, at least in these Whatever, parts. Eh. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. So. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Hey, by the way, if you're listening, give us a review. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, give us a review. Tell us what you think of Joe. <laughs> Tell us about Kyle's sexy voice. Leave me out of it. I don't, I don't want you to mention <laughs> me in the review. <laughs> but we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks everybody. Thanks everybody. Thanks, everybody.